Before we get started today, I would like to take this time to say thank you to Lone Star Arms and Ammo for helping support the Sounder Podcast and True Hog Hunters Tournament. Lone Star Arms and Ammo is located at 477 North Sunset Strip in Kennedy, Texas, and is open Tuesday through Friday from 10 a.m. to 7 p.m., as well as Saturday from 10 a.m. to 5 p.m. With a wide range of guns to choose from, let the friendly and knowledgeable staff at Lone Star Arms help you make the right decision with your next purchase. Looking to sell a gun or are in need of a gunsmith, Lone Star Arms can help you with that too. And with their new Silencer Shot kiosk, buying and registering a suppressor has never been easier. You can call Lone Star Arms and Ammo at 830-299-5552 as well as check out their website at LoneStarArmsAmmoLLC.com for updates and news regarding products and services. Also, be sure to follow them on Facebook at Lone Star Arms and Ammo LLC. Thank you to Lone Star Arms for all that you do for the two-way community, as well as all the support you have shown us here at True Ballistics and the Sounder Podcast. Now, on to the show. Hello and welcome to the Sounder Podcast, the podcast dedicated to the war on hogs. I'm your host, Charlie Lobner. Hope everybody had a great Thanksgiving. We are back from our break and we are ready to dive into this. We are finished with our November True Hog Hunters and Army Hog Hunters Tournament. We'll be announcing the winners on that here soon. Quick reminder, we are starting our December tournament now. You can get signed up at trueballisticsllc.com forward slash tournaments. Earn your chance at winning prizes every month just for going out and hunting these things. Anybody can win. Any any month. I'm going to put that out there right now. If you feel like you, know, you can't compete with some of these guys, I'm going to announce the leaderboard. I'm going to announce the winners for the month of November. And, and need you to understand anybody can compete in this. There's going to be months where some guys – Get get on it. They have a hot month, and they're going to put up some big numbers. We've seen it. We've seen guys put up 60 hogs in a month. We've seen guys put up 30 hogs in a month. We've seen guys put up five hogs in a month and win. Five hogs. Five hogs won the month of November. One of 22 little MMP, Smith & Wesson MMP 22 AR. Just for going out shooting five hogs. It's not that hard. You got to be dedicated. You got to get out there. You're not going to kill anything from your couch. That's 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 what I tell all my friends. What I tell myself sometimes. These ugly days where you're tired, you don't feel like going out. You can't kill anything from your couch. You got to get up. You got to get out there. And you got to make it happen. If if you are a lazy hunter, get a trap. This tournament rules and regulations and all that. As long as you're following your local, state, and federal guidelines, your rules and regulations, we don't care how you hunt them. As long as you're not breaking the law, you hunt them any way possible. We are a nonprofit organization trying to encourage hunters to go out and knock as many hogs down as possible, submit them in the tournament so we can collect data on when, where, how these hogs were taken so that we could correlate that with weather patterns and all kinds of stuff. Try to get a grasp on what kind of 
number we're looking at because nobody really knows how many hogs are out there. We're trying to figure that out for number one. We want to figure out ways to pattern these things a little better so that we can give you a better weapon and how to track these things down and, and boost your numbers. We want everybody to be successful hunting wild hogs. This is a, we're in a war and that we're losing. These things are overpopulating. And it seems like we're not, we're not doing enough. We got to get out there. We got to knock, knock them down. We got to knock them down hard. We got to bring these numbers down, get a grasp on this issue before it really gets out of hand. It's already out of hand, but it's getting worse. We have a very small population of this earth feeding the entire rest of us out there. Farmers, ranchers, landowners, all these guys doing their part, working their, their butts off to try and, and grow crops and raise healthy livestock and compete in this tough market. They have to worry about drought all kinds of other weather conditions. And on top of that, now they got to worry about wild hogs going out there in the middle of the night while they're sleeping and destroying just acre after acre after acre of crop. Knocking down, I mean, not only does that knock down their profits, not only does it take money from them and their family, now it's make it's it's driving the cost up on the goods that you're buying in the store. So now it's affecting you too. There's a it, it it's a domino effect. We got to get out there. and We got to hunt these things. It takes all of us. And even if you're not a hunter, even if even if you you don't think you'll ever have a chance at, at, at winning in this tournament, I encourage you to get signed up anyways. Do your part. Get signed up. Let's help motivate these hunters. Your entry fee is going to go to building, to, to raising money, buying prizes, better prizes, more prizes to motivate these guys to going out there and hunting a little bit harder. If we can get every hunter, every hunter out there, just get one extra hog. You know, one extra hog. If we can get everybody to go out there and try just a little bit harder. I think we can do this. I really do. I really think that we can do this. We are allowing this problem to get out of hand. You know, there, there's everybody has a different view on that. But at the end of the day, we are allowing this problem to get out of hand. It should never have gotten this bad. Hunt them any way you can. Trapping works. We allow trapping in the tournament. We allow thermal hunting. We allow dog hunting. Any way you want to do it, as long as you're following your local, state, and federal rules and regulations, you can hunt this tournament. If you have a cellular device where you can take a photo and submit it into the tournament, you can hunt this tournament and you can win. Anybody can win. I put up two hogs this month. I got second place. I'm hunting with a bow. Our first place winner with five hogs took, took home that 22. I won the Pelican Vault rifle hard case. I'm going to donate that back. That's going to be a, I'm not going to take it. I don't need it. I don't travel a whole lot while hunting or anything. So I got a gun. I got a gun safe. That's where I keep my rifles and all that. I have some soft cases that I, I use if I need them. 
I'm going to donate this back so you can expect the Pelican Vault hard case to be a prize for December as well. If you're interested in that, this is a really nice case. It's got a foam insert. You trace out your rifle in there, cut that foam insert out. You have a perfect fit for your gun. You could lock this thing up. You're going to like it. I just don't need it. I'm, I want it, but I'm going to give it back. I want somebody else to have it. I want to give you a reason to go out there and hunt some hogs. We can do this, people. You can win this tournament. If you're sitting there listening to this going, ah, I don't stand a chance. I really don't hunt that hard. You would have got one hog. One hog. If you were driving down the road and hit it with your car, you would have got third place. If you'd have submitted it. Third place, you got a little, I call it a gag gift, but I I, I'd, I wouldn't have, have been upset if I won this at all. I, I probably would have shot it more than my, my kids would have. It's a Daisy Red Rider BB gun. You know the one off the Christmas story? You'll shoot your eye out, kid. Who doesn't want a BB gun? Everybody can use a BB gun. Sit outside, shoot cans. It's fun. Your kids are of age to start learning gun safety. That's a perfect gift for them. That's what I learned. My first one. I think just about everybody's first like gun was probably a Daisy Red Rider BB gun. And then you graduate up to like the 22 and stuff like that. But everybody starts off on a Daisy Red Rider. Christmas coming up would have been a great little gift. All you had to do was submit one hog. I want to encourage everybody, like I said, join this tournament. Let's help motivate these guys. There's prizes to be won. Not only that, we give away sweepstakes prizes, too, just for being involved, just for signing up. Heck, we gave away a, a, a bolt action, a Ruger American 350 Legend. Some guy won it because he was signed up in the tournament, didn't even put up a hog that month. Heck, I don't think he's put up a hog in a couple months. But he's still signed up. He's still paying his dues. He's still involved. He won a rifle. You can, too. Get signed up. Let's motivate these hog hunters. Get out there and knock these things down. Let's get this population to a manageable level. Let's help everybody out. And it's fun. Hunting is fun. It's a great way to get out there and enjoy the outdoors. Get away from the hectic, busy life that we live. It's a whole lot of fun. And this time of year... Is amazing. Yeah, I, I, if you've been keeping up with the podcast for two years straight, all I talked about was I'm going to end up getting a bow. I want to get into bow hunting. I want to try it out. And hog hunting has allowed me to do that, allowed me to be successful. It has made it fun. I haven't got a deer yet. Um, I've seen deer. I've been in the stand. I, I, I could have shot a doe in bow, uh, in bow season. Um, it just never, Never worked out. I, I set a goal for myself to shoot a hog before I shoot a deer. And if didn't happen until this past week. So I didn't get a, a doe during bow season just because I set myself a goal. I could have, but I didn't. But my hog hunt was so worth it. I, I've had these pigs coming in. 
And I had been trying to hunt them, trying to hunt them, and just wrong place, wrong time. And that's hunting. That's the way it goes. But go out there time and time again, sit, 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 watch deer, no pigs, and it all came together. It finally happened. I'm sitting in the stand, and I'm 15 feet up in a pecan tree on the San Antonio River bottom, and here they come. I could get, well, I heard them squeal. I heard one let off a squeal probably a few hundred yards upriver. Um, there's another feeder up there. I figured, oh, they're hitting that one first. I don't know if they're even going to make their way down to me in time before the sun goes down. But there's hope. This is the first time, you know, that I got some serious hope this is going to happen. I'm sitting there. Feeder goes off. Another 15 minutes, another squeal. This time a lot closer. Sounds like they're making their way towards me. Probably another 10 minutes. I see this black head stick out of the brush about 130 yards. I'm hunting a big open area of, of river bottom that's surrounded by by woods. Um, this is what I call my campsite. This is where we go down. We, you know, I got a boat ramp right there where I put my, my John boat, my kayak, and all that in the river. We keep a firing, a barbecue pit. I'm hunting in my campsite. And uh, I am on one side of me, I have river. The other side is uh, woods going into open field, open hay field. Behind me, uh, woods down to a creek, which goes into the river. In front of me, open field, woods, creek going into the river. So it's a good spot. I I feel like I put myself in in a very good position of being successful in hunting. Whitetail, hogs, squirrel, there's all turkeys all kinds of stuff that is hitting this area. And I see these pigs come out, and one of them I'm getting on camera pretty often, uh, uh, probably about 120-pound, 125-pound black boar. I've been, been seeing him pretty often. He's old enough to start hanging out by himself, but he's still he still hangs around with the sounder of pigs. And lo and behold, here comes the rest of the sounder. They're right behind him, and they're making a beeline to the feeder. And so I immediately, I stand up in my my stand. um, While they're still a pretty good ways out, they probably won't see me. This is probably the first year I've actually, like, camoed up and and done the whole thing. And I'm standing up in my stand, get my bow in my hand, get ready. And as this sounder's coming towards me, I'm counting them. There's about 12 hogs all from this this boar, a couple other juvenile boars, and a bunch of sows and a bunch of piglets. And then this really nasty spotted boar comes out. A boar that I've had on camera before. Um, like I said, I, if you listen to my last episode, I talked a lot about game cams. I've seen this guy run off pigs, run off other, like, run off deer, run off other pigs from feeders. He's a very aggressive a uh, very dominant boar, probably pushing about 200. I, I would say, I would say between 180 and 200. Um, not the biggest boar I've ever killed, but he's at that size now where he is. He's got size on the other pigs. He's aggressive. He owns this this group of pigs. He has a say in it. And I was looking more of getting a meat hog. 
Um, that was kind of the goal, put some meat in the freezer. I love to eat wild pork. They all come running around the feeder, and this boar, like I said, he's, he's in the rear. He comes running up, and he starts pushing out pigs, getting them away from the feeder. There's one time where I, I had him broadside at about 30 yards, and there's another pig. He's eating on the far side of the feeder. That pig, the boar runs over there, runs him off, starts eating over there. So now he's about 40 yards. He's on the back side of the feeder. Um, I got another pig, makes his way underneath me um, about 10 yards. And I, I still got plenty of sunlight left, so I'm kind of I'm trying to be patient. There's a lot of corn on the ground. Thinking if I if I'm patient enough, I can maybe get that big boar. And the only reason I want to get that big boar is because I have video evidence of him running out deer, him running out other hogs. This is a guy that you don't want on your property. He he he's ruling the farm. He gets what he wants when he wants, and there's he's going to push out mature deer. If I want to shoot a buck, I'm doing it with a with a bow. I already have to to have the stars aligned to get these deer within 30 yards because I'm not going to take a shot longer than 30 yards. I'm not there yet. Uh, this is my first year doing it. I want to have that buck come in as close as possible. I would be really ticked off if that buck got within 30 yards and this pig came out and ran him off. I need to get this hog out of there. For one... I need to get him out just to just to to do it. He's a pig; needs to go. Two, I, I need to put some pigs in the tournament. I need to win. So, like I said, that pig's underneath me, about ten yards. That boar is eating corn. They're on separate sides of the feeder, and to show you the how aggressive this boar really was, for no reason, he beelined towards that pig underneath me and ran him out. He had all the corn he needed to to eat where he was at, but he didn't like the fact that that pig was eating corn on the other side of the feeder. Ran over there, pushed him out. Now he's at about 15, and he turns broadside. Um, this is going to be my first kill with a bow if I make this shot. So I'm very... I don't even know how to say it. I'm trying to focus best I can but but the nerves are getting me I've killed a lot of pigs but this is a bow hunt I've never done this before so this is kind of like I would compare this to the feeling of my first deer like I'm I'm actually shaky I'm actually nervous like my heart's racing I can't remember the last time sitting in like a box blind with a rifle that my heart raced over a pig and, and so I'm I'm excited this is this is about to happen I draw back he quarters away, and I let one go. And I'm using a, a was it a 100-grain muzzy uh, broadhead. This is, a, this is a fixed broadhead, not a mechanical. And I stick him. It There was a, there's a sound to it, man, like a, it's a, it's a whop. Very solid, this is a solid pig, and I hit him broadside, what I think looks to be, Behind the shoulder, I'm pretty sure I lunged him. Um, he doesn't squeal. He just he does a quick grunt, and of course, every, all the pigs spook off, and and he runs directly away from me. And I'm watching this arrow sticking out of his side, pretty good ways. Um, so I'm thinking like, 
man, I hope I didn't put one through his his shoulder blade, you know, because if I hit shoulder blade, he's not going to go down. It's probably not even a lethal shot with how how wide he is. His chest is very wide. So to penetrate through that and still hit a vital, I don't know if I made a good enough shot. So I sit there. Some of the some of the great thing that the cool thing I found out about bow hunting. If I'd have shot him with a rifle, it's game over. Like obviously he's he's he'd have been dead right there, but the rest of the pigs would have been gone. This bow being quiet and me not making a lot of commotion after the shot, these pigs knew something happened, but they didn't run very far. They they got out of bow range, but they were still in sight. In fact, one sow ran up on the hill um, about 35 yards. I drew back on her with a second arrow, but she was standing kind of right behind a, a, a bush. I could see her head. I just couldn't make out her body. I would have I would have been sending up a prayer, and to be honest with you, I just didn't feel comfortable with it. I kind of hoped that they would come back to the feeder. They didn't, but there was still a chance of getting a second hog while hunting with a bow. So that makes me feel pretty good. It didn't happen. They, I watched them walk away. Um, I sat there till dark, till the sun went down, waiting to see if they would come. They didn't. Um, decided to climb out of the stand, and I immediately got blood. So I'm very happy about that. Immediate blood is a good sign, and it's dark blood. Um, track it for a little while, and I, I lose the trail. Uh, about 50 yards, I lose the trail. Um, it's, it's getting spotty, uh, not a whole lot. So I ended up, uh, I figured, you know, he's, he's a big pig. He's aggressive pig. I'll move out of the area. I'll go get my brother, I'll call a friend, and I'm going to go get my shotgun, load up some, some slugs and some buckshot, get a good flashlight. That way, if we do come up on a wounded hog, we're ready. Um, pigs can be very aggressive, um, especially when wounded or cornered. So wanted to wanted to kind of, you know, play it safe. I don't need to be poking around the thick brush. I'm, this is thick enough brush to where there's parts where you're going to have to pretty much crawl through on hands and knees. Um, really thick, viney. Uh, river bottom brush this is you're not going to see more than you know a handful of feet in front of you so it's better be safe than sorry also allow him to have more time to, to die uh last thing I, I wanted was to bump him have him run another couple hundred yards uh or possibly get across the river or something like that so went back to the house uh dinner was ready ate there my brother had shot a pig that morning uh, another boar with his pistol we he cooked the uh, the loins off of it, phenomenal. Eight and uh, waited for everybody to get there, and then we went and, and got back on the trail. And it's amazing that I even got off of it to begin with. I don't know if it was just my eyes playing tricks with me, but we got on it and it was just blood, 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 blood. Um, basically, I thought he went a little more straight. He he veered off to the left, so I was sticking on my trail, and I just kind of veered right from the trail. Uh, when I was on my own, having an extra set of eyes, we got right back on it. The pig actually um, only ran a total of about 150 yards from where I shot him. Uh, ended up finding him. But very, very happy to get that boar out of that area. 
since my brother shot his boy that morning, he shot him with with his uh, forty four revolver out of his uh, out of his bow spot. Um, he shot that boar. That was a first for him with that pistol. Uh, I got my boar. That was a first for me with my bow. We killed two pigs that day, and since then have really kept those pigs. They've come back a couple times, but they were coming. I'm talking every night. Every morning, they were there. They were staying on the property since we have gone in there and hunted them. They have moved out. They do not come near as often. This is what we have to do as hunters. We got to pressure them. They got to know that they aren't. That we they got to know that they're not the you know they're not welcome. Um, sling lead, shoot an arrow, chase them with dogs. What trap them? Do whatever you got to do. You know. We as as whitetail hunters and all that are gonna feed. We're gonna feed, which is gonna attract pigs. Even if you're putting panels and stuff around your feeder, you're gonna attract pigs. They they know what a feeder is. They could smell that corn. They could smell, they could smell twenty five feet underground. That's a that's proven. These things got a nose on them. They know where to find food. If you're feeding for deer. They could smell it. They're going to come try for it too. We got to pressure these things. That's the only way we're going to end up doing this. And we all have to do it. You have to do it. Your neighbor needs to do it. His neighbor needs to do it. If you don't think your neighbors are hunting, you need to go talk to them. If you are having a hog problem and your neighbors aren't hunting too, go go ask them if you, if you could set traps on their property. You know, it's going to end up helping everybody out. You know, the worst they can say is no. That's the worst they can say. And you're in the same boat you are now. We got to go out and hunt these things, people. And when you do so, join the tournament, trueballisticsllc.com forward slash tournaments, and win yourself a prize for it. Five hogs. Remember, five hogs would have got you Actually, six hogs would have got you a 22 this month. But it's going to take all of us. Let's see. We are in December. A quick reminder, before, before we end the show, I only got like a minute and a half left, but we are pushing the, the – we are in the last month of, of whitetail season here in Texas – uh, at least in in my neck of the woods, unless I go out and get a muzzle loader and I start hunting the last two weeks, uh, the first two weeks in J- January, we're coming up on the end of the season. We haven't had a freeze yet, but I'm seeing a lot of signs that bucks are chasing. We are in the rut, um, so that's a good that's a good sign. It may be a little difficult to get some of these pigs coming in or get some of these deer coming to your feeder just with all the green around us we've had a lot of rain here lately but uh just want to wish y'all the best of luck in hunting if, if you if you haven't tagged your deer out yet you know good luck to you i hope you get it we are in the last month time to start hunting hard um if you have congratulations um on your kill it's been a fun season so far i don't know what i'm chasing right now i don't have a a buck that i'm really dead set on i got some nicer deer coming in but i haven't had anything that's like for sure gonna go 
that I'm going to go chase. But the ruts bringing in some randoms. I'm pretty excited about that. Ugh, I am running out of time today. I have to go. We're going to continue this conversation. Hopefully the next time I talk to you, honestly, is about the deer I got. But I got a couple nice eight points coming in. Really, really good deer. I'm going to climb up in the stand this weekend. It's supposed to be a pretty nasty weekend. We're going to see what it's all about. But I just want to say good luck to all hunters out there. Don't forget to get signed up. Hunt some pigs. Win some prizes. I'll be back next week. We're going to talk a lot more about this. But you all have a good one. Thanks. I'm out of here. This is the Sounder Podcast.